You're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, episode number 20. We talk a lot about just how to be visible online, and the biggest reason is because you have a message to get out to the masses. You have a special gift and passion that you just have to share. The truth is, you won't be fulfilled in your life unless you are sharing your gifts and passions. So, in this podcast, you'll want to stick around and listen as I share with you just how to show up online and be the expert in your industry, cure comparisonitis, and get a few powerful visibility strategies that you might not be using. Hey, hey, you are listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. Plus, hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how you can break through to success. If you're ready to dig in, listen in to today's episode. Hello, my fearless listeners. It's a beautiful day here in Colorado where I'm at. I hope it's a beautiful day where you are too. And even though the weather is changing and getting cooler, I for one am ready to get outside. I'm always thinking about getting outside. I think mainly because I work from home and homeschool my daughter. You've got to make time for yourself even though you're slaying in your business. That is a great segue into today's episode. First things first, before I get into the strategies in getting visible online, I want to talk to you about the elephant in the room. This is a common issue with the boss babe. So today, I'm mostly talking to you, gorgeous. Are you thinking about starting your own business or maybe you have a business and you want to promote your business online, but you are a little apprehensive about doing that task? So you're not alone. And in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to overcome your fear of becoming visible. All right. So we realize that if we have a business, we have to do some marketing. And in this day and age, in the digital age, we're going to be using social media, blog posts, and maybe even a podcast. So there's so many different ways that we can promote our businesses online. But what ends up happening for a lot of women in particular is they have some sort of fear around becoming visible online. 
So this comes from a lot of different things for a lot of different women. Most of the time, it has to do with confidence, with our self-esteem. So we realize as women that we are very competitive and we often are comparing ourselves to others, usually women who are far more successful than us and we have no business comparing ourselves to them, but we do it anyway. So we realize that not feeling good enough is really an epidemic in our society today. Really all over the world, women are feeling as though they are not smart enough. They are not pretty enough. They are not good enough. And in my coaching sessions, they tell me they don't know enough. And this is a major problem when we sit down at our desk to create that blog post or that social media post and to get our message out so that we can help the world and ultimately create the freedom that we want. So as an entrepreneur, you're creating an intentional lifestyle. This means that you want to have a certain amount of freedom to do what you want to do when you want to do it and to make the money doing what you love. I really honor all of you for wanting to take that step to be able to go out in the world and do what it is you love to do and to make your mark on the world because it is one of those things that is really scary. That's why I created Fearless Pursuits in the first place because it's all about going after your dream as if your life depends upon it. But sometimes that means we have to do some inner work ourselves. We also have to do the work, the strategies that create the success that we're able to show the world that we are an expert. When we're talking about creating that success and strategies, it amounts to the marketing. Make no mistake about it, behind the marketing, we have our mindset. That's the mindset of someone who can become visible. Now, becoming visible means that we have to step out of our comfort zone. I know you've heard that before, and you'll hear it again and again, I'm sure. We have to become maybe even a public figure. So that means we're going to be using social media, and it means that we're going to be creating blog posts, not necessarily, but podcasts maybe, doing lots of different things that we might otherwise feel uncomfortable doing. Like me, when I create videos or do live streams, for example. Once upon a time, I was really nervous about it, and it was really difficult for me, and I flubbed about every other word and had to have lots of different takes with my videos, and frankly, I'm still really nervous about doing videos and live streams, and yet, I do it every single week because I have a message to get out to the world and so do you. So what comes behind our fear? We talked about us not feeling good enough, right? But there's other things that go into this for a lot of people. There's fear around being criticized. 
This is a major problem for a lot of people, especially women. Men typically don't have this sort of problem because they are in their masculine energy most of the time. But as a woman, we are in our feminine energy and this is where we want to live. We want to feel our body, we want to feel our heart, our soul, our spirit. And how is it that we can be aggressive and market our business while staying in our feminine energy? We can't be aggressive. This is a balance. So for marketing in and of itself, it is something that a lot of people feel is really salesy, right? You know what I mean? So we have these ideas and beliefs around marketing, which are very similar to sales, by the way. So sales also feels kind of icky. And that's a technical term, by the way. So seriously, we don't like to sell as women. Why? It's because we recognize that when we're in this aggressive mode of marketing on the, different me on, on the different social media platforms or having to get ourselves out there in the blogosphere and creating all sorts of buzz around us, it's a hustle. It just feels like a hustle. It, it is a feeling of overwhelm and that is not a feminine place to be. So we realize that we're opening ourselves up to be criticized as well. And therein lies the problem of becoming masculine because we realize that when we will end up having to feel um, maybe accused, we feel as though we have to stand up for ourselves and stick out our chest and have to fight for ourselves, And that is no fun at all and is not being in the feminine energy. So this is something that we see in our mind's eye, in our subconscious mind. It's always there in the background. It's running all the time. You see, we have developed an operating system in our mind, much like Windows 10, for example, that's running on our laptops. You see, we've been conditioned to believe that it is not feminine to sell. It's not feminine and lovely to market our businesses, to be aggressive. And it certainly doesn't feel good knowing that there could be someone at any point, a hater, for example, that is going to hate your message and accuse you of being a fake, for example. And that's exactly what happens when we put ourselves out there. And that being said, could really scare off a lot of people who are really interested in promoting their businesses, who are really interested in starting their businesses. And let me just say this, having those haters and someone who criticizes you, that does not have to be your reality. That has happened to people, that is history for a lot of people, but that doesn't have to be your reality. I don't want anything that I say here on this point to really penetrate your mind and say, oh my God, that's going to happen to me because it doesn't necessarily have to happen to you. It has happened to me and because I've conditioned my mind, it doesn't phase me too long, just a little bit, not going to lie. <laughs> but I want to honor you right here in now if this is you and you are saying, heck no, I'm going to do the dang thing anyway. Well, that's exactly why I created Fearless Pursuits, because we are doing what it takes to create our dreams and understand that 
as an intentional entrepreneur, you have a big reason why you're doing it. Maybe it's your kids, just like me as a single mom. I had to make it or I don't know what I was going to do because I had to take care of my kids. So if you're like me, you realize that the importance of getting your message out there is bar none, something you have to do. Maybe it is your ideal clients thinking about their product and, and how you are absolutely obsessed and passionate about helping them solve their problems. Maybe that's your why. But we have to really get in touch with our why. We also have to stay in our authentic voice as a female spirit, a feminine spirit. So I want to help you create an idea around how you can market more and be authentic and be feminine. So how can you overcome this fear of being visible with your online marketing strategy? It is a daily habit, a daily mindset practice that I would suggest to you. This is what I've done to condition my mind. So thinking about your outcome here. Now, the outcome of creating an impact on the world, creating massive amounts of money for you, right? That's what you want. And having that freedom to do what you want. That's your outcome right? This is what you ultimately want. Let's think about how you want to feel for a moment while you're having that outcome. This feeling of it being easy and the feeling of you loving the process is what you want, right? And you have to ask yourself who it is you have to be to have those feelings, to have that outcome. What do you have to do in order to have those feelings and that outcome? This is ultimately what you want. Let's flip it around to the reality of what's happening with most of us. Most of us girl bosses, that is. So we know the outcome, but let's be a little more honest. What we really want is a following. Something as simple as that. I'm not speaking for you here. This is something a lot of my clients have told me. They want to have engagement on their posts. They want to have comments on their blog posts. They want to be able to create a podcast that is uber popular. But you see, this outcome is not necessarily what you really want. Let's think now about the feelings that you have. Go into this outcome, you know, the possible feelings of Oh, this is too hard. This is overwhelming. I don't know if I can do this. I'm scared because I'm worried someone is going to hate what I say. I'm worried because someone is going to find out that I'm not knowledgeable enough. I'm worried that they're going to find out that I'm not good enough. And you see, the feelings that you have there are very negative. So your outcome is not going to be positive, is it? You're not focused in on your ideal client. You're not focused in on your messaging. And you're ultimately not focusing in on making an impact on the world. So the outcome that you're going to have is not ultimately going to be the outcome that you really want. So let's back this up. 
I challenge you now, get a piece of paper. You can stop the podcast if you want. I kind of feel like Tony Robbins where he tells you to turn off the tape. Yeah, I've been listening to him since the old tape days. Anyway, you get a piece of paper. Let's do an exercise. So you want what you want to do here is you want to write down your outcome. And we're going to work backwards. So I want you to write down the nitty-gritty of your outcome that you really want with your business. Um, this is the outcome that you want want to have maybe $100,000 in your business in by the end of 2019. Um, maybe that's your outcome. Maybe you want to have 10 clients that you're working with uh, next month. Maybe your outcome is that you want to feel ease in your marketing. Maybe the outcome is that you want to spend time with your kids. So write those things down. What we need to do is we need to ask ourselves the feelings that we want to have while we're going through the outcome process. And the feeling is something of ease. The feeling is something of excitement or passion about getting your message out there. These are the feelings that we really want to have. Are you having fun with what you're doing? I think these are really important questions when we're talking about moving forward with our marketing because ultimately it's going to help you focus in on the right things. So now I'm going to ask you, what is it that you have to think in your mind to have those feelings? You see, what we're doing now is we're creating a new you in your mind because we realize that ultimately it all begins in our mind. You know exactly your thoughts that you're having, that you're creating, right? When you're thinking about marketing, when you're thinking about going live. So if you have a belief around marketing that it's hard and that marketing is salesy and that you're not good at marketing and marketing is aggressive and marketing is not for you, ultimately you're not going to feel good about it and you won't have the outcome you want. The truth is, you won't be visible. You won't be showing up. So working backwards as we started here, ask yourself what thoughts that you have around marketing, around becoming visible. Who is it that you have to be uh, that person who gets in front of the camera every week, every week? Who do you have to be to write those social media posts? To actually put a call to action at the end of the post, at the end of your live streams, or maybe creating a lead magnet and actually getting people on your list. You know, what are the things that you're saying? Are you saying that um, you're not tech savvy enough? I hear this a lot too. These are all just thoughts around what you need to be doing. And I want to know what it is you have to do on a daily basis. So let's start thinking about the person you have to be. What is it that you have to do on a daily basis to create this intentional lifestyle? This is what we've done now. And we've turned everything around and we've challenged those thoughts. Those thoughts that you have around becoming visible, right? Because ultimately, the way that you're thinking now with the fear that you have of being criticized or not doing enough is not getting you the results that you ultimately need to create the freedom lifestyle that you want. It's, it's not helping you create the impact on your dream clients' lives. And if, 
you're not showing up, you're not going to make the money that you want. It's not helping you create the amount of money in your bank account either. So let's change our thoughts and change our feelings to create the outcome that we want. And now it's time for some strategies. I'll be diving into three killer online visibility strategies. You're probably not using these strategies to the fullest advantage or maybe even at all. How do you stay known and seen in a digital world where more and more competition is constantly showing up. It sounds impossible, right? I won't lie to you, it felt impossible to me in the beginning. So if you're just starting out, it might feel impossible for you too. Watching other people who enter this scene first can be so discouraging. I know. I've seen them. They're people who have like 42,000 followers and, you know, you can see they're talking about all of this money they've made and you, you're sitting here wondering how it is you're going to make this money. Do you ever wonder how they can effortlessly get twice as much engagement on their content as you? I sure did. It's not just about being there longer. They've been there so long. They have strategies that are tried and true. I've been where you are now. So I want to share these things that I've learned with you. Let me share what helped me to grow a following so that you don't have to struggle anymore. Number one, create a content planner. I know, I know, planning is just so incredibly boring, right? I know. Still, it will save you a lot of pain later, trust me. As a matter of fact, it's a must. It gives your content purpose and ensures that it's showing up consistently. That's right, your content needs to show up consistently. If you could sum up everything into two most important things to master as far as online visibility strategies goes, it would be consistency and purpose. So having your content planner will give you purpose. You literally can use a theme for an entire month. You can break up this theme into pictures, into videos, into live streams, into a master class, into social media posts, so many different things. It gives you purpose and that way you will, by the end of the month, become an absolute master on this particular topic. It's ideal to have one designated day and time that you do it every month for as long as it takes to plan out 30 days. Now, I love doing this because I've been a little bit of a digital nomad. And of course, you know I homeschool, so this is really helpful when I have downtime with my daughter or moving or whatever we're doing so that I can just take some of this content and repurpose it and change it around. So as you master your messaging, and build a more streamlined process for creating content, you'll find that you can easily plan as far ahead as the next 90 days. And the truth is, I suggest you do it. If you are an intentional entrepreneur, meaning you do want to go out and do some different things and create income at the same time and have that freedom, creating this content planner will really, really help you. To efficiently and easily create content, you'll have to be crystal clear on three things. 
Number one, what your dream client is struggling with. All of her frustrations are important to know, big or small. However, there should be constant mention of that one big, hairy, scary problem in your marketing, for example. That's the one that's keeping her up at night, and we need to address that. You should know it well and always touch on it in your content. We want to swing up at the end and make it feel good marketing so we can talk about what it is she really wants in the end. Number two, what they want. I just mentioned that a second ago. What reality does she want to create as badly as she wants to breathe? This is critical. You need to get crystal clear and create content about what she truly wants. Something that she wants so bad and you are the problem solver. Number three, how they can achieve what they want through tuning into your content. The anatomy of a compelling post should be the problem, her personal health, for example. The desire what would mean heaven to her, and the solution. Whether that's a tip or buying from you will vary. This is how you align yourself as an expert. These are three things that you need to be crystal clear on and create content around. Have you already had this figured out? Great. One of the best ways to find out exactly what area of expertise people want to hear about most is to straight up ask. That's right. You have to ask. In other words, send them an email and ask them directly. Ask your friends, your Facebook friends on Facebook and talk to them on Instagram. People want to give you their advice. They do want to participate. So ask them what it is they want. Here's one you can use. I have a question for you, client's name. Fill in the blank there. What are you currently struggling with when it comes to blank outcome that they desire? So that's the key part, outcome they desire. You see, I want to start creating more free content and resources for you, but first I need to know what you want that will help you. So that's something that you can use and further you can use this. I'd love it if you would hit the reply to this email and give me some insight into how I can help you. I read each email and then your sign off and then sign your name. So this is something that's absolutely perfect that you can use to ask people and they will hit the reply button. I get this all the time. Now, to have a detailed plan on what or when to post, understand that your peeps need to see these three kinds of posts. They actually need to see inspirational posts, right? These are stories from your life, your niche, or just becoming in the online space that make them feel inspired and uplifted. And people want to see you having breakthroughs. This is critical. If you can always be in breakthrough, I guarantee you people will just be reaching out to you. Another one you can use is personal content. Posts that actually help them relate with you and get them to know you better like a person, not a business. We want to incorporate both, right? But you've got to be a person on social media. And then you need some tip posts, you know, helpful posts that align you as the expert. 
this is something that a lot of people are really lacking on. They just don't really know how to do this in a conversational type of way. But also, throw in a little bonus one here, engagement posts, just for fun. Yeah, these are posts that get your peeps talking, usually like a question, or even something controversial, like something that's going on in the news. If you're bold enough, you can actually do these controversial posts. Um, I've done it a couple of times. It's just not my energy. I don't really care to do it. I know there's a lot of uh, female badasses that really like to do that. Um, that's just not my thing. And I think that you should use those sparingly. So let's get to another strategy. So the first strategy was creating content. And we went all over the place on creating that content. Now let's talk about number two, strategy number two. And that is essentially creating a content bank. So we kind of touched on that a little bit because if you're an intentional entrepreneur, or maybe you're even still working your nine to five, you need to be able to create this content bank so that you can kind of post it in the morning before you go to your nine to five and hit the ground running, right? And then maybe check in at lunchtime and engage with the posts. Creating your content bank is going to save you, trust me. So, you know, if you're working a nine to five, you know, typically that is, you know, Monday through Friday, right? That's most people's gig. And what you want to do is you want to separate out some time on the weekend. I always love Sunday. So you've got to understand something. I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to this stuff. I actually love my business. I love everything about it. I love working with the clients. I love creating content, whether it be blog posts or social media posts or live streams. I actually love it all. I know I'm weird, right? But the thing is, is that because I love it so much, I have zero problem sitting down on a Sunday evening writing. You see, it's mindset. Because I love it, I will find no problem doing it. Whereas if you're the type of person who can't even wrap their mind around sitting down on a Sunday evening and writing out content, maybe for two hours, then I think it might be a mindset problem. I'm going to be really honest with you here. Certainly, you know, you've got lots of family members and lots of other things going on. Believe me, I do too. And I totally get it. The thing is, is that you've got to make a decision that your business needs you. The these people who are in this hell that need your solution, they need your content. They need to know that you are there to help them. And the only way you're going to be able to do that, honestly, is putting content out there. So you just have to face it. You've got to get content out there regularly. And the best way to do that is to create the content bank. And we don't have to create these long posts or anything. And in fact, going with live streams, a lot of times it's just five minutes you need to show up. Maybe 10 minutes. That's all that really matters. And there was actually some research done on this. And most people just have an attention span of about five minutes. They want to see your live stream, but they have to sign off because there's other things they have to get to. But I want you to understand that it doesn't have to be a long post, a long drawn out live stream. So let's just take that off the table and make it easy on yourself. So creating a content bank is important. This has saved my bacon so many times. <laughs> I've lost count. I'm sure it's clear to you already why this would help, right? So I won't go into too much detail on that. Instead, I'll share with you how I do it quickly and easily. Believe it or not, the first step is your mindset, which, which we've already talked about. Why? 
because I've found myself stuck in my head thinking that I didn't have anything to share. Yep, once upon a time. And you know where that came from? It was comparisonitis, which we've already talked about. Looking at all those people out there doing the thing and thinking I didn't have anything to share. Well, get out of your head ASAP. That's right. Get out of your head as soon as possible, lady, because you need to get your message out there. You have knowledge that people need to hear. Even if they've heard it before, it doesn't matter. People forget things. Often, information just won't sink in at all the way if it's from a source that they don't relate with, right? Like you can think of someone out there who has said something, but you just didn't relate with them. And then you go and you hear it from someone else and you're like, yeah, I get it. What if that's you? You won't know until you get it out there. So the second part of this, so we talked about the first step being mindset. So the second part of this is mind mapping. I love mind mapping. I've always loved this for every aspect of my life, to be honest. Start with your business and your industry in the center. You can get a piece of paper, draw a circle, and put your business or your, your industry, like the topic, the niche, in the center. Now, what, what we're going to be talking about here is marketing and websites and social media, advertising, copying and social media and so on, right? Because what we need to do is we need to branch off from that. Mind mapping is a valuable tool to learn every aspect of your life or business. It can help you see smaller, easier steps within the goals themselves much easier than you think. So look at what splinters off with each of the main headers. Using me as an example again, websites might be split into SEO, user experience, site mapping, functionality, etc. Right? So you figure, you know, if you you are talking about creating websites for people, then you might want to talk about those things, right? If you are talking about wellness, for example, there are so many different factors into wellness. You know, we're, we're talking about gut health, right? We're talking about heart health and, you know, getting your metabolism to increase, helping with hormones. There's all sorts of things you can be talking about. So each of those get to be splintered off from your main part, which might be wellness, for example, right? Wellness could be health. So maybe you splinter off to health. And then splintering off from health would be what I was talking about before, which would be like, you know, doing cardio, um, having a proper diet for um, maybe you're cutting or maybe you're gaining and maybe you're working on hormones. There's all sorts of different things that you could be talking about. So we've got to think about how we can splinter off from the main parts of it. So like with wellness again, so we talked about the health factor, but what about the fitness part? So you can branch off and splinter off on the health part, the, the fitness part. And then before you know it, you've got probably 20 different topics that you can be talking about on a regular basis. And I suggest that you keep this mind map out where you do all of your content creation so that you can just look at that and say, okay, I'm going to be talking about 
working on gut health today and all of the importance of gut health. You can splinter off from there. Talking about gut health, we realize that it factors into your brain fog and, and not experiencing brain fog anymore. So think about all the things that go into gut health, for example, and then branch off from there. So you see that you can end up with 30 different topics that you can be talking about. This is how you can create content themes really very fast. And now let's talk about the third strategy that I use that is really helpful. So be helpful wherever possible. This one is super simple and yet it's a way to help you become very visible online. Don't just follow your competitors, engage with their fans. This is a way you could literally steal them away. Sure, they might be loyal to the other person, but if you show up every day, soon they will fall in love with you. Being close with your competitors is great for reasons I'm sure you already know, like what we're talking about. You can learn from them, and of course, they can even just be a supportive friend on the same journey. But did you know you can actually find potential leads through the people who follow your competitors? This is one of the most powerful online visibility strategies out there. No joke. You might not be using this or underutilizing it. These followers are likely people who aren't quite sold yet on any one person to begin with. They're just weighing out their options or they've bought something small from this person before, but only enough to test out the waters. You see, they're not really loyal yet. There is absolutely nothing shady about sharing value with them. Out of love, of course, remember? Not just buy my stuff instead because that just never works, right? You are doing this out of love. You're marketing. You are getting in front of people who need your solution. Selling is service. Service is love. So when we're talking about being helpful wherever possible, there, you've got to answer their questions wherever they are. Maybe it's her Facebook group in the comments section of her YouTube videos. Heck, even on someone's timeline, she may not be able to get out to everyone who asks her questions directly on her posts. If you see an opportunity to help someone, it's not rude to step in. In fact, it's your obligation. Share a perspective your competitor may not have. You may resonate better with where they are and can speak to them or teach them a different way, a way they would prefer that they didn't even realize. Maybe your competitor is not their soul-aligned teacher, but maybe you are. You just never know. Now get out there, be visible, share your message with the world, be an intentional entrepreneur with the energy that you really want, and make some serious money doing what you love. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. 
Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.